To another edition of the 501 podcast. I think this is episode five, isn't it, Andrew? Is it five or is it? I, I put okay. four as the title for our last podcast, so this better be five. Okay, I guess this is five. Time flies when you're having fun. I'm not good at math, but I think that adds up to That's five. That's why we're doing what we're doing. You're exactly right. Andrew Epperson, my co host, Seth Campbell, we're here to bring you the latest from Arkansas. 501 boys now in the 479 and we're ready to talk baseball oh yeah baseball is a hard sport to talk to about Andrew if you really think about it baseball you know when you talk about baseball in a podcast form or in a football form Mm. or football form in a radio form I don't know why I said football football must be on the mind football's on the mind it's always on the mind in Arkansas but when you talk about it in that form you always talk about decisions that people make and, yeah uh you know it was this the right decision by the manager and things like that and it was brought up on the t- the radio show that i work for ruskin and zach that there isn't a lot of that in arkansas baseball so it's harder to talk about because dave van horn is so good at his job he's great and the players are all great and the reason why dave van horn is considered so great is he goes and gets some of the best players in the country to play for him but he also makes the right decisions like there are times in baseball games where you haven't make a decision if you want to pinch hit for this guy if you want to take him out for this game if you're going to play this guy and yeah it makes it a lot easier when you have a lot of talent you yeah. know, andrew and i are of the perspective we're actually uh, i think almost in the minority here that good players beat good beat good coaching every single time but people yeah. don't always agree with that. People don't agree with that, but that's one thing where they're dead wrong. I mean, honestly. But Van Horn has been a savant Yeah. when it comes to this because he's made the right decisions almost every time this, this year. Sure. And this year, last year, throughout his entire career. But the reason why he's able to make decisions that seem right every time is when he's making replacements, the guys who are coming in are better than you know most of the players they're playing against. He understands that you have to recruit the best players to beat the best players. And so whenever he is in those positions to make decisions, he's not having to make a decision that's going to end up screwing over the team later on. He can put in somebody who's going to really help him. And that is what makes him a fantastic manager. I can't argue with you there. So let's talk baseball, though. And the question I want to pose to you when we're talking baseball this year, the 2019 Razorbacks, Mm. are they better than the 2018 Razorbacks? Now, I want to preface this, Andrew. Don't say, you know, it's the, is this team going to win a national championship? And I don't know. And, you know, say that if they don't win the national championship, then this team isn't better than them. Yeah. Because so many factors have to go in to you winning a national championship. It's not all the yeah. best team doesn't always win. I mean, nope. in any sport, the best team doesn't always win. Yep. So that's not what I'm going to say. I don't want you to compare the finishes of the 2018 team versus what you think the 2019 team is going to finish. Yeah. I want you from a team makeup perspective. If you could somehow face the 2018, t- a 2018 team versus the 2019 team, who is going to win that game or series? Let's do series. So we're having to choose who would win between the 2019, which one's better. Who's pitching. Who are the pitchers? That's uh, it's the question a, I have to it's ask. a series. So oh, you it's have a full the, series. Yeah. How many games? The three game series, three like game college series. baseball. 
Um, oh man, I'm gonna say 2018 still, just because of the pitchers. Because then the the one and two pitchers. I mean, shoot, you're gonna beat Blaine Knight and Casey Murphy. I will say that the pitchers, the pitchers for this year are really, really good. Okay, Isaiah Campbell has shown out. Connor Nolan is coming into his own. And then you have Kasi Shock, you have all these guys who can come in and play pretty well. They've shown that they also are bad, at least the beginning of the season with some of their relief pitching. But I believe that they're more well-rounded in hitting than they were last year as well. Okay, This team wasn't supposed to be able to hit the ball like they have. No. Are you taking Opitz or are you taking Grant Cook? I'm taking Opitz. Opitz has the clutch gene about him. That's what, what I'm did. saying. Cook is going to strike out in the situations that he's in. And he Cook, can't hit. Cook may be a slightly better Defender? Defensive player, but it's not enough to where you would say, I'm going to take him. Right. There are plenty of defensive catchers in baseball. Yeah. Casey Opitz comes up there, and he ends up getting a you know game-winning RBI. Like uh, I'm still taking 2018 just because I think the two starting pitchers and Casey Murphy and Blaine Knight are dominant enough to where I think they could really hold even this team to um, – a limit compared to what they normally would be. But I hitting wise, I would take this year's team. So it's a good problem for, to have. For, it is a great problem, and it's something that Arkansas Sports hasn't struggled with oh, recently. Man. There was some time on the flip side. It's like, man, is this team gonna be any better than last year's team? Yeah. Garbage. But so just for some perspective here, a lot of people will say, Well, that 2018 team was so good, there's no way this team could be as good as they were. Yeah. Well, their overall record through 46 games, 2019 team has a better record. Yep. They have two more wins. SEC record? Better. Better. Record versus top 25? 11 and 6 versus 6 and 4. I didn't do the math there to see. So the 2018 team was 6 and 4 versus the top 25, and the 2019 team is 11 and 6. I'd not, that's almost 50% for them, and. Over 50%. So yeah. the 2018 team had a little bit better record versus top 25. Yeah. Last 10 games, 9-1 and one versus 7-3. and three. Yep. Total runs scored, 375 versus 334. Oh, yeah. Runs allowed. They've allowed uh, 19 more runs, 216 versus 197. Mm-hmm. But they've scored more runs per game. And... They've allowed just .03 more per game in SEC play. Both of those last stats, SEC. So SEC runs scored, they've scored more. SEC runs allowed, they've only allowed .03. So it's a 4.77 versus a 4.80. So that they, these teams are comparable. And oh, if yeah. not anything, the 2019 team looks better from those stats. Now what those stats don't bring up is the pitching. So I went and dug a little bit. Last year's team ERA through the entire season I didn't. I wasn't about to go calculate. <laughs> yeah, through, that'd take a little bit of time, wouldn't it? Through the forty-six games, I have another job. Sorry, but it was <laughs> three point five five. This year's this year's teams er this teams. Wow, that's really that was really hard for me to say. This year's Speaking team is hard, dude. This year's team has a four point oh six. Uh-huh. so it's higher. No, but you finally settled on a rotation. It's just been the past two weeks that Arkansas finally settled on a rotation. Oh yeah with Campbell, Wicklander, and Noland. Yep. So with them settled down and Noland actually pitching like what I think the Razorback coaches thought he would. Uh-huh. This is going to this is going to come as a shock. 2019 team is better. Let's wait until they get into the postseason though. But no, I I you can't do that off of the postseason and I know that in the postseason things can happen and if this team 
doesn't go to a national championship series that people will widely consider the 2018 team better. Yes. Why? Well, of course they would. But this team, if you put these two teams together, I think this 20, 2019 team is better than the 2018 team. I think if the 2019 team added Casey Murphy, I think if the 2019 team added a Blaine Knight, I think we're talking about a totally different thing. But Wicklander is coming into his own, and I think he's going to end up having a great professional career. And Nolan is absolutely coming into his own. He looks fantastic. But we got to wait until the moment. That's that's the whole point of this is to project what they're going to do in the regular season. And I think that this team is better. In the regular season, I'll say they're better. I don't know about the postseason yet, so I can't say. I feel well, like this hindsight's just, always twenty twenty, but that's not our job. To this sit here and last year's team should have won the College World Series. They should have been national champion. Yes. If this team does not get there, then of course they're not as good as them. I don't. I don't believe that because there's so many things that could have come that can come into a factor of that. If Arkansas has to play somebody else in the super regional, maybe they don't make it out of a super regional. Sure. If Arkansas has to play somebody else in a regional. So history forgets context though. History forgets that. They're not going to care about the super regionals. When you look back at Oregon State, what they did last year, in ten years nobody's gonna remember who they played in the super regional and the regional. They're gonna not know. But you unless I, they go Wikipedia. But you have to judge these teams on like I said, that's why the entire preface of this is not how far they're gonna go, but talent wise, which one of these teams is better if they played each other. And I fully believe that I know the pitching staff, the starting pitching staff was better on 2018 team. But by right now, with the way this trend is going, the 2019 team with a more mature Martin and Kerstad, Ezel at the top of the order, with the speed that you have in left, you so think about that. You lost Eric Cole from the 2018 team, but you mm. get to replace him. You put move Kerstad over and you replace him. Why did I just blank on Christian Franklin. Franklin's name? Thank you. Christian Frank. You get to replace him yeah. with a fast Christian Franklin. Who's going to go play center field next year yeah. when Dom leaves and more experienced Dominic Fletcher. Is the outfield is well. one of the best out, probably the best outfield in the country. Probably. Honestly, this team, if you're stacking them directly up against 2018, then it's like, yes, they probably, probably like in a, just a regular season series. Yes. But because there's that added context of what they did in the postseason, it changes the conversation where it's like, we can't just do this. This is the best team in Razorback history. We're talking about 2018 is the best season in Razorback history. So it changes the conversation a little bit when context is added because of what they did in the postseason. So I just, I cannot bring myself to say that 2019, especially if they just wash out right at the beginning, then it's like, okay, well, you know, who would win in this series? Okay, well, maybe like now as we know them today, they would be able to compete. But two years from now, this team's nobody. They're nobodies. We're not going to remember them. It's or maybe we'll remember them for just they being have, washouts. They have just as many numbers on the wall at Bomb Stadium as the 2018 team does. If they make the College World Series, they'll have just as many. They'll have their same number for making the NCAA regionals, and they'll have their same number for College World Series appearances. So I think that the team that this 28 2019 team could beat 18. And what people will point to is middle relief, right? That Arkansas doesn't have a set. Now, last year, you did have middle relievers of Lowski, Rindle, and then maybe mm. Ramage, and you'd get to Cronin. You knew if you could get to the seventh inning, throw Lowski out for the seventh, Rindle out for the eighth, Cronin in the ninth. Yep. You could beat anybody, and you yeah. really should have. Sure. They should this have. This year, yeah. you don't necessarily have that, but what you do have is you have more arms. You sure do. 
you have more arms that you trust in that situation. So instead of a Lowski, Rindle, maybe Ramage, and Cronin, which gives you four arms after a starting pitcher, and you're going to try and get through a regional, super regional, college world series, and a college world series final with four pitchers outside of your starting rotation. So all in total, seven. You have your three starters for Arkansas this year, and then you have Costi Shot yep. that you can trust. You have Cops that you can trust. You have Marshall Denton coming out. That he's, he's been pretty good. He's been yeah. doing better. And like These aren't guys that I would say I'm trusting wholeheartedly. Like if I'm going any of these guys versus Lowski and Rindle, I'm probably taking Lowski and Rindle. Yeah. But at the same time, these guys aren't that much worse than Lowski and Rindle. Let's be honest. And then also you maybe have Vermilion, Ramage and Scroggins to come out. So instead of three guys, you double that up and have six that could potentially come out of the bullpen for you. I think that bodes well. And I think that's why this 2019 team is better than 18 is because they might not have as many Stud. They might not have as good as studs, but they have more. They have more, but I think we're basing a lot of what we believe on this team on the Mississippi State series, and then of course on the Tennessee series, which fair. were amazing series. Okay, they all came out and did fantastic. Every single player pretty much came out and did fantastic in those series. We're basing it on that. Let's look at what happened before. Okay, they fell apart. Many of these pitchers fell apart. But you want to talk about the greatest Arkansas team ever, which which you said was last year's team. They were. They didn't win a series away from home. They sure. didn't win one. Arkansas's already done that this year. There are questions. If we say it's a three-game series in the middle of the year, we can maybe have a conversation, but I cannot forget the context of this team after the season. If we take the postseason Razorbacks against the 2019 Razorbacks, they'll 2-0 them. They, this year's team wouldn't beat them. Like, I, I just can't see them going up against Blaine Knight and Casey Murphy and then Jax Biggers and all the guys that we ended up losing, plus the guys who were still there, even as freshmen. Heston Kerstad and Casey Martin may have been, you know, seasoned going into this year. That doesn't make them that much more better than they were last year because they were still amazing last year. So it doesn't matter. They were still amazing. Martin is hitting better through his last 21 games this year than he was last year. He's be- They're better, but they're not. Okay, I'm still taking Casey Martin from last year as a better player than most of the other people in college baseball. He's still amazing. Sure, he's seasoned and he's gotten better. But if I'm taking postseason 2018 against regular season, what we know now of 2019, I just can't. I mean, there's one team that could beat them, and they did. You know what I mean? They did. When it came to the postseason, they beat them. And they shouldn't have beat them. Arkansas should have still won that series. So I cannot say... This 2019 team, maybe they end up doing that. And you know, by God, I hope they do that. You know I do. But we don't know the context of this team yet. We don't know where they're going to end up. So we can have these hyperbolic conversations about where they're going to go and what's going to happen if they played against last year's team. This team may get swept right off the bat in postseason. Some fluke may happen, and it it doesn't work out for them. So context means everything in a conversation like this. And I just – I can't – say that the best Razorback team in the history of Arkansas baseball would just lose to the 2019 team because of two series. I just can't do it. Even if they were a good series, I just can't do it. All right, that's fair. You, you can, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Whoop pig. But the 19 team, after everything that I have seen, is better than the 18 team. We'll see if it translates into wins. Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, I man. hope you're right. Postseason win. If they win the Natty, I'm not. The conversation's over, and I hope they do. So. All right. Well, 15 minutes of baseball talk. Oh, yeah. I love baseball so much. It's good baseball talk. So, but now 
it's time to talk a little in-state rivalry. The mm. Razorbacks of the Gridiron have announced that they will play an in-state school. The first time since 1944 when the University of Arkansas played the University of Arkansas Monticello. Uh. 2021 mark your calendars the golden lions will be coming into dwr yep and facing the razorbacks andrew 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 seth 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 what it, what are you thinking okay so when hunter your first came to arkansas i know media members who he called in not me of course i was not special enough for that no you never are no i was never going to get called in in the first place but there were media members who did get called into his office and he said okay, um, why didn't we not play in state teams? What's the deal with this? How can we, you know, how can we, why is this that we don't do this? What can we do to make this happen? And they said, the only way to make people shut up in this state about all this not playing in state teams and whatever is to play Arkansas State in War Memorial Stadium. I know three people who said that, three. Don't waste that game in War Memorial Stadium. Don't for waste the, it in War Memorial, for okay? the love of everything. Don't so Hunter do check doesn't know the culture, whatever. Um, he listened to that. He listened to people who have been here for a while, who told him that, who have been in Arkansas media covering the Razorbacks. Okay. Um, this is a step toward doing that. That it is. Like it is. You know, if you're playing the in-state teams, it is a step toward playing Arkansas State. You know. And so that's what this is. It's the first step. You're playing your in-program, when we're talking about the University of Arkansas system, or in-system, should I say. You're playing your in-system schools, just so that you, in a few years, can transition into playing Arkansas State. That's what this is. What's so bad about that? You split the fan base. That's the thing. And now, if your opinion is splitting the fan base is not bad, then that's fair. Like, okay, then maybe we should do it. It will split the fan base because then talk, you have to pick sides. You're talking about a – you when you say split the fan base – it makes everybody think it's going to go 50-50. It's not going to go 50-50. It'll go 95-5. I don't believe that. If I think it will go more. If you split the fan base, nobody, nobody, like people will still cheer for Arkansas State. When these two teams play each other, people will choose between who they want to cheer for, sure, who they want to root for. Yep. But then when they don't, I, you If they play every you year, don't care. you have to pick. They you play every year, you have to pick. You care about them. Like they, they are in this essence, little brother. Yeah. Because they aren't in a power five conference. Sure. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if hell, even if they beat you, it doesn't matter. I do not agree with that one. They're, they're never going to be that on the same poor level. Speculation. As they're never like, it, sure. Until will, they get in a power five conference, maybe they won't up. be on the same level. It will blow up talk radio. It will blow up. You know, in the state, in everywhere, the state. it will but blow it doesn't, up. But in the grand scheme of things, if Arkansas loses to Arkansas State, that doesn't matter. Sure, Arkansas State will probably hang banners about sure. it. But Arkansas competes in the SEC. The Arkansas State competes in the Sun Belt. These are yeah. two programs that aren't even on the same level. One schedules Alabama to get waxed every year, and the other does the same thing. Sorry, uh, and one <laughs> has true. to. True, yeah, true. One has to play Alabama every yeah, year, unfortunately. But, but these two are two teams that compete on totally different levels, to where it doesn't matter. And people aren't gonna. Ca- I know people are gonna care. People are gonna care. You, but you're not me? gonna split this fan base. <laughs> 
If if you're anything, it goes this 95. generation, you would not split them. This generation, our generation, we're tied to who we're tied to. It's the the younger generation at that time that's going to have to pick sides. They're not going to pick. If they're they, going to pick sides. You know, people in Jonesboro already pick sides then, and that's the only. But people that's this not is affecting. They go. They went to Arkansas State, or they go to Arkansas State. People who have not gone to Arkansas State don't do that. It's people who are either. Fathers or mothers of people who go to Arkansas State, or family members of people who are going to Arkansas State, or go themselves. They are the ones be, who support it them. It might now. be short sighted of me, and I will go ahead and admit that it might be short sighted of me. But people that it's not it's not going to be the same thing. People that don't go to Arkansas State aren't going to just start cheering for Arkansas State. Well, unlike with Arkansas, when people that don't go to Arkansas, they still cheer for Arkansas because of. I think it still goes back to these programs are on different levels. I understand your argument on this. I do understand your argument. They are not on the same level as Arkansas. They are not in the same conference. Their aspirations are not the same. Okay? They're not. But if you are playing each other every single year, it does not turn into what are you going to do in bowl season. It doesn't turn into what's going to happen for your conference championship or what's going to happen for the rest of the season. It becomes an individual thing. What is going to happen in this game, especially if they're playing in War Memorial in the center of Arkansas? Please don't play that game. Here's in the War deal, Memorial. Seth. If they play each other, you know where it's going to be in War Frickin' Memorial Stadium. They need to period. do a, a home. If they do that, uh, they need to do the home series in Fayetteville and the away series in War Memorial. I agree with you, but that's not what's going to happen. You, okay, your you're check is heard it only one way. If you're uni- if you're the University of Arkansas, you're throwing away money. At that point, because people will fill up Donald W. Reynolds. Yeah, they'd fill up War Memorial for a game like well, that. Well, yeah, too. exactly. They'd fill up War Memorial, but they would fill up Donald W. Reynolds too. Yeah. And which one are you going to take at full capacity? Donald sure. W. Sure, Reynolds. Sure, sure. You take you because take of Donald all the Reynolds. money. So that would be foolish of them to put this game in War Memorial. It would be foolish for them to play Arkansas State in the first place because you have nothing to gain from beating Arkansas State. You have a lot to lose by be- by losing to Arkansas State, though. So at the end of the day let's just not go down this path. They've been just fine right now. They've been just fine. It's happening and they're going to do it. You know what I mean? They're going to do it. They're going to end up playing them and they're going to end up losing to them. And then we're going to see what splitting the fan base looks like. We're going to see it. It does it. It's all about that individual matchup. You have to say Arkansas, Arkansas State, because this is not like Alabama. I've heard people be like, will Alabama and Auburn play each other? And so it goes this way. Okay, we have Alabama and Auburn playing 100 teams in Alabama. It happens every single year. It's a totally different thing. This is unprecedented territory for Arkansas. Arkansas has never been in a situation where they're playing against the other top team in the state. It's never happened. To consider, yeah, they might be the other top team in the state, but it's not like they're in the same conference. Auburn, Alabama, same conference conference they're not they're not equals like that's what i'm saying it's not fair to compare them to auburn and alabama because they're not in the same conference they these two teams do not play each other so you can holistically be a fan of arkansas or holistically be a fan of arkansas state and be separate from rooting for both teams where it's not like okay we're gonna give you a handshake for this game whoever wins this game gets the mighty handshake and then for the rest of the season we're gonna root for you that's not going to happen you know it's this individual game you're wanting one team to win. The team you're playing against, we hate you. That's, But I don't see what the difference is. That has been the way that these Arkansas State fans have thought for a while now. Is yes. that they hate Arkansas and root for Arkansas State. So I don't think you're going to change anything. 
But Arkansas fans have listened to these Arkansas State fans banter, and Arkansas fans have started to hate Arkansas State. I've had so many conversations where I'll be like, oh, look, Arkansas State did this. And then they'll say, oh, screw them. I'll say, why? We don't play them. We don't play them. Arkansas does not play them. But it's because of their y- yammering it's because of on them. and on. And guess what? That's how rivalries start. That's what they do. They yammer, they do something, and then people start getting mad at each other, and it ends up being a rivalry. Arkansas fans have allowed a couple of people who have been annoying in Jonesboro, Arkansas, being really loud on social media, to make it into a rivalry. Is that the worst thing that could happen? In all honesty, Arkansas getting a rival that they have been lacking since Texas left, and Texas didn't think of them as a rival. Yeah. Would Arkansas getting a rival... Would that be the worst thing to happen? That's the grand question, isn't it? Arkansas, Arkansas State, is it good or is it a bad rivalry? That's the question. I mean, Colorado plays Colorado State, and they're yeah. not on the same level. And Colorado State beat them in the recent past, I think, since 2015. Well, Colorado State beats a lot of good teams. Uh, you know, or a lot of big programs. Uh, big programs. Yeah, not good teams. Yeah. Big programs. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But they play each other, and... Is it a I good or bad thing? I mean, I, that's just up to you. All of a sudden, go well. I need to go to Colorado State. No, if I have the, the choice but that's a different argument. That is a different argument. It's not about that. If we're talking about the players, uh, will Arkansas State ever be able to draw the players that Arkansas is until they get to a bigger conference? No. It doesn't matter if they beat them five years in a row. They're in the Sun Belt. No, you couldn't pull in the players. It's not about that. You know, it's about the fan base. It's about. Arkansas is a brand. It's a nationally recognized brand. Eric Musselman mentioned it. I think pretty much everybody knows it. You see that Razorback, you know. You see the Arkansas State logo in Wyoming or Wisconsin. Guess what? Unless you're an avid sports fan, you don't know what that is. They had to change mascots. Yeah, they had to change mascots. And, you know, that's another. There's a trillion conversations that we could have based off this. But we don't want... If you're Arkansas, that to become a brand where that ends up propelling them into a bigger conference, and then we're really talking about something interesting happening. Now, granted, that won't happen for probably 40, 50 years, even at the best for Arkansas State that something happens for them. They've tried to get into the Big 12. Did not work out. Arkansas State has a few good years. They're a stepping stone program most of the time. Now, Blake Anderson's been there for a while. I think I like Arkansas State. I mean, I I, I want Be, them to succeed, but if we played the, them, I'd hate them. Pray, being from the five hundred one, we have a unique perspective on this of you know having both relatively the same distance away. Yeah, Arkansas, and Arkansas State, and I've never had a problem with Arkansas State. No, if you played them, maybe you would. But it's I different. still don't think that it's a bad thing. I hate now. That's the thing. If you don't think it's a bad thing, then it becomes a different question. Do you want to keep the money in the state instead of paying elsewhere? That's something that you throw into it. I think the entire argument, the entire argument goes back to why Frank Broyles decided that That's he did the it. thing. Frank Broyles decided he didn't want to play Arkansas State because he knew there was enough talent in the state of Arkansas for one program to be big. Yep. For one program to be good. And he's like, sorry, the other, the other universities aren't. So I'm going to go to the flagship, yep. make sure that we put our brand out there in the SWC, that we are in a power conference. Yep. You know, there wasn't the power five at that time. The SWC was... One of many conferences is Southern is the pride of the South, but we were going to put ourselves in this power conference and we were going to be the team by Arkansas. He did that. Yeah. Like Broyles succeeded. Arkansas is the brand in the state of Arkansas. This is it now. You know, the passing of Frank Broyles, you want to 
RIP to that man. It was a great Arkansas legend. Yes. But you now are in a position. Frank Boyles put Arkansas in a position to where they don't have to worry about recruiting in Arkansas anymore. Arkansas will until Arkansas State joins a different another conference. That's a power five. Arkansas will always I repeat always be the main brand at Arkansas. So if you don't have that to worry about anymore, why would you not play them? I don't think it's that clear cut that it would be that easy. I think we just mentioned this. I think Arkansas will always get better recruits than Arkansas State. But if Arkansas starts playing Arkansas State, there's going to be that one or two recruits a year who are four stars who say, you know what? No. Maybe it's okay to just go to Arkansas State. They no. beat Arkansas. It's cool to do this. No. It's cool. I'm stepping out. I'm being my own How guy. Many four, I, I, I'm just bringing this up. I have no idea. How many four and five stars go to programs that aren't in the Power Five conferences? I mean, probably not many. It wouldn't take that many. It would just be one or two. And then it becomes that cool because, again, players today no. are not like players of the past. Players today hang out with each other off the field. Players today recruit each other to go to programs. Their rivals in high school, shoot, let's go together to this program. We can make them great. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. We know what's going to happen right now. If they continue down this path, this is not a conversation that we're having right now. But clearly – we're going to have this conversation because clearly Arkansas and Arkansas State will play in War Memorial sooner rather than later. What's, uh, when do you think they get it done? By so, 2030. By 2030, because Arkansas 2030. is set to play our UAPB in 2021 and 2024. Yeah. By 2030, they will play Arkansas State. Yep. Hunter Yurchek and his tenure will make sure that it happens. Yep. And here's the deal. I texted you earlier and I said, fire Hunter Yurchek. I said it. I don't mean that. I think Hunter Yurchek has been a really great <laughs> Ar- uh, athletics director. I just say stuff to be funny sometimes. Uh, again, he doesn't know the culture here. And the moment he got here, he was smart in reaching out to people who had been here for a while and asking, what's the big issue? Why are people upset about this? Why are people separated on this? And you know what he heard was that you the only way to make this better, the only way to get rid of this issue is to play Arkansas State in War Memorial. That's what he knows. That is what he knows. He doesn't know Frank Broyles. He may have heard of Frank Broyles. He may say a lot of good things about Frank Broyles. Guess what? Athletics directors don't just study athletics directors. They just don't do that. They're focused on what they're doing. It's not like we're coaches or studying other coaches and all this stuff. Each situation is so unique that it's impossible to take you know, individual traits from each athletics directors and put them into your own thing. He does not know Frank Broyles. He is not worried about what Frank Broyles Frank Broyles is an absolute Arkansas legend, but he's passed and he's gone. Hunter Yurchek is not worried about it because he's not tied to Arkansas. All he knows is the way to fix this situation is to play Arkansas State War Memorial. By 2030, that will happen. Well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. By 2030, Arkansas will play Arkansas State. I don't know if it'll happen that soon or not, but I kind of agree with Andrew. It's going to happen. Andrew's of the opinion, as you could tell for the past 30 minutes, that it's a big deal and that it's not necessarily good for the university. I I don't know. I think that it's... It's going to happen regardless, and I think that the reason why you didn't play Arkansas State earlier and the reason why you do is because of the recruiting, and that doesn't exist anymore, and therefore you can play them. All right, Andrew. We're 30 minutes in. It's time for some wacky world. Okay. There it is. It started playing late. We had some other things on the docket. You know, In all honesty, we wanted to talk... 
about ESPN the magazine folding. Yeah. I saw that on there. I did want to talk about that. Booger McFarland named the Monday Night Football host. It's another thing. And FanBuzz.com said that Arkansas has the worst jerseys in the SEC. Consider this a tease. Because those are things we are kind of evergreen. We can talk about outside yeah, of the sure can. Tune into the next 501. And we can talk about ESPN the magazine folding. And I have a unique take on ESPN the magazine folding and a really good question that I think will be good, but it'll be good for another podcast. For the next podcast. This podcast, I think, had some quality content between Arkansas State and Arkansas and the Arkansas baseball team 2018 yep. versus 19. So thank you for listening, but we're not done just yet. You know, Cobra <laughs> style means wacky world. And Andrew, I think I called it Wacky Wednesday earlier, didn't I? You did. Yeah, Wacky Dang Wednesday. It. Dang it. This, this segment has a new name every week, and I've yeah. tried to actually keep it consistent, you know, because that's what good people that are good at this job do. But anyway, Wacky World is what this segment is supposed to be called, so we're going to stick with that. <laughs> wacky World. So, Andrew, I ask you this question every single year. Where? <laughs> in the, uh, every week. Not year, dang, I'm really bad at this. I answered this when I was 12, and I'm still answering it now. I am really bad at this. All right, Andrew. Where in the wacky world are we going this week? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Orlando, because that's the first thing that came to my brain. <laughs> Let's go to Disney World, buddy. Well, I mean, Orlando and India are kind of the same thing, right? I believe that at Epcot, there is a portion of Epcot that is devoted to India. Hey, there you go. That I mean, there's a connection there somewhere. Sure. But we're going to go to India. And you know why we're going to go to India? Why are we going? Because Indian soldiers say that they found the Bigfoot. You a believer? I am not a believer. I believe that at one time there was a possibility before the megafauna were wiped out by us, probably, you know, <laughs> tens of thousands of years ago, but not in, no, no, they didn't, not now. Well, the Indian, these Indian soldiers, they tweeted out a photo and it's, they said that they have footprints measuring 32 inches by 15 inches mm. wide, close to a camp near Mount Makalu on April 9th. They say that they have found... The Bigfoot. The, these pictures. These pictures are proof. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures? They're on. They're on this website. Do they look legit? Uh, <laughs> sure. I mean, but the Bigfoot is not real. No. So we don't have any. If they're to footprints, that means that it was incredibly recent, within you know probably the last couple of months at the very least. Um, I think that if there was a Bigfoot, he would have. He or she would have existed. Um, tens of thousands of years ago. Um, but at this point, no way. You know, no way. Whatever. I'm not going to get into you on arguing about Bigfoot. But that is the wacky world that they believe that they have found a Bigfoot in India. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. We don't have a Bigfoot, but we've got really big mouths. That's right. And we love to spout them out here on the 501 Podcast. If you could, please give us a rate or a, a comment, a subscription. All those things are nice. It goes a long way Ooh. in helping other people find the podcast because the fancy masks that the podcast people do yeah. on the iTunes, Google Plays, and Spotify's, they say that if you, you get more of those, that you're, you must be popular. So yeah. we're trying to we're trying to reach a more popular uh, part of 
the world? <laughs> Is that a Jacksonvillian accent? Cabot. <laughs> hey, anytime you put a microphone, the one. Anytime you put a microphone in my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas. That's right. I love that guy. That I forgot guy. his name is already, but I love that guy. <laughs> he forgot his name. That's how. What's that's his name? Do you remember impact. his name? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't remember his name either. He put me. He tried to call me out. He doesn't remember his name either. <laughs> I. <laughs> I, I got I got nothing to say. That's the guy. Yeah, every time every time we just put, refer to him as the man here in this oh, podcast. Oh, hang on! Now you're gonna make me Google. Does his name start with a B? I don't know. Fill time here. Um, B is the loneliest letter since the letter Not A. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, here we go. Seth is looking up what this guy's name is. Uh, this Seth is, is really at, good radio, if you're wondering. <laughs> Seth is better at filling time than I am. This is what this guy can do. Uh, me, on the other hand, I kind of just start rambling. And so I'm in this situation just legitimately having a conversation about rambling right now. Yeah, that, that's working out real for you. I got his name, but I kind of want to see you keep going with this. Does it start with a B? Am I right it about does. that? It does. Is it Brandon? No. Is it Brendan? No. Is it Braxley? You're kind of close. Brimley? Burl. It's Burl Johnskin. Yeah, people are just in the <laughs> podcast now. I'm so sorry. It is Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. Oh, dude, it was Bryce Mitchell. Face, I'm gonna say Arkansas. There That's you go, right. Bryce. Bryce Mitchell. Congratulations. You're from the 501. Hey, we love all of our people from the 501 and everywhere else in the world. Anywhere else you want to listen to us, because you, you can because from of Scotland. this because of this invention called the internet. From India, where they found the Bigfoot. That's right. To where did we go last week in Wacky World? We went to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, where they found the Big Cheese. Anywhere in the entire world you want to listen to us, listen to us online. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or your favorite your favorite podcast listening app. We're there. That's right. Actually, we're only on those three. So if you're going anywhere else, you probably won't find you're us. You're not going to find us. You may find something good. Let me know if you found something good. I'd love to listen to it. But anyway, we're going to sign off now. Like I said, leave us a like, subscribe, share us with your friends. Word of mouth is some of the best way that we can get out to everybody. <laughs> I mean, if you want to share. We're you begging want- you. We are running out of funds here at the 501. Please tell your friends. There is a, a limit. You. There is a limit on how much free stuff you can upload to your podcast on <laughs> website. And we are hitting that limit, and we would love. We hit it a long time ago, folks. We're on what? Episode 5? Episode 1, we started going in the red. Please. We need, we need that money. So um, <laughs> if you want to say. If you want to sponsor the show, hit us up on Twitter at Seth Gamble Five or at Ever Sports. Or you can donate directly to me. If we it'll could, help. Uh, We should set up a GoFundMe. <laughs> we so should a GoFundMe page. But, but, I'm going to set up on Weddington, right next to that light that separates the bridge. I'm setting up right there. And if you want to give me some money, I will be where right all the there. The homeless people say instead of hungry, it's going to say started a podcast. Support our podcast. Right out of free from funds. the 501. God bless. Please give me some money oh well <laughs> ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening for andrew epperson i'm seth campbell we're just some 501 boys living in the 479 talking sports and loving every minute of it until next time anytime